0: Welcome to the New Zealand Tech Podcast, presented by Paul Stain, Bradley Burroughs, and guests. Welcome along to the NZ Tech Podcast. This is episode 27. Yeah, baby. Now, in the studio tonight, who have we got? It's a little bit different from usual. Who's our special guest in the corner there? G'day. <laughs> Welcome along, Mark, Mark Bishop from Microsoft. That's right, Yeah. Thanks Windows for, Phone Guy. Thanks for joining us. We're looking forward to uh, hearing from you uh, about some of that Windows Phone funkiness a little bit later on. That mango-liciousness. And oh, um, oh, oh. maybe giving away some phones as well. Could very
1: well be. That'd be, that'd
0: be yeah some.
1: Mm, yeah. That's
0: very cool. Very cool.
2: And we've got um, Brad Burrows. Good evening, everyone. How you doing, man? I'm super that's good. I'm super, actually, I'm, I've been looking forward to tonight. I've been, we've been emailing each other all day and I'm just amped for tonight. We've got so many things to talk about. We should, we should probably actually use something like Link more often because <laughs> the amount of emails
3: are just clogging up everywhere.
2: Yeah. But we've got a lot, I mean, there's been so much going on and there's, oh yeah, we're just, I'm fired for tonight. I was telling Skip, I was <coughs> jumping around the studio before you got here because you're always on time. So, um, and yeah, it was there. It was good. Excellent. And you, so you do look got, rather sharp,
1: though. I have oh, to say. Oh, stop it. We haven't got to me yet. We're on to Skip now. So is, so. That, is that khaki or is that more an olive in terms of the um, sort of military suit jacket thing going on there? That's a good you know, olive <laughs> and black it, de- combo. it depends on the lighting. It's three snaps in a circle, mate. I mean, honestly. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> New Zealand's next too much. top tech model.
3: Oh, now there you have it. Yeah, there's the show I want to see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Mm-mm-mm>. <laughs> And so we also have Skip Parker in the studio.
3: Yep, and I I probably should make an apology for last week's um, slight audio snaffle. So a lot of people would have heard it in stereo headphones and thought, ah, that's kind of psychedelic in stereo. And if you listen to it on a mono speaker, it would have sounded a bit like... (laughs) Because we actually, well, I accidentally recorded it out of phase. We did mostly partially fix it up, um, but some people would have
0: got the wrong one. The other one was a little bit better, but not quite perfect.
3: Yeah, so um, hopefully uh, everything's looking good tonight. So, um, yeah, and if I don't get a ride this time, then there'll be ritualistic
2: floggings out the front. (laughs) The NZTEC podcast people will come and strap you behind the car or something.
3: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I'll take my
1: Roku away. But not a Google car, right? Because it will crash. Yes. yes. <laughs> we'll get into that one later.
3: Hopefully it is a Google car. Then I might have a chance of survival. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, it was a Prius. It's only
3: going 10 kilometers an hour. <laughs>
0: So, on our agenda tonight we've we've got a whole lot as we mentioned before we've got some phones uh to give away we're going to be talking about that new windows phone uh mango we're chatting a little bit about the um about Chrome os and some bits and pieces that have come out of uh black hat uh conference um what's the name of that one um skip defcon defcon that's yep. the word I'm looking for. Um more patent issues sort of floating around not too exciting but um need need to be chatted about uh panasonic and google t v we chat some um about some media locally and and globally who um have been pretty dumb yes. uh, i'm, I'm looking forward to that one <laughs> <laughs> oh, some dear. more linux stuff uh and some robot news and we chat about um google's self-drive uh, toyota prius among- epic fail amongst other topics <laughs> and the iphone five is back on the uh, on the agenda for a little bit more discussion too so uh, so there we go let's let's dive into it so windows phone mango Woo-hoo! what's happening with this release
1: mark Oh, a few things are happening there. So I'm not going to talk about you know, every single little feature because that'll um, bore everyone to tears. Really, That's right. They, you have
0: already heard one or two things from uh, from Skip and I over the last couple of weeks. that we you We, we got a bit carried away last week. you we, we, And oh, Rad yes. had to shut us down because yeah, we were quite liking some of the cool new features. What's your favourite one?
3: What's your favourite one? I'd have to say the, my favourite one has to be... Uh, can I say two? Okay, There's so many options. I love the lifetiles. Yep, I've yep, learned to yep. live with the lifetiles and I love them. And um, the texting while you're driving, being able to read the text while you're driving, that is just genius. most
1: people. Most people can read the text while you're driving. What you mean is it reads it out loud so well, you can that's hear it. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, that's I'm doing actually it actually safely. Yeah. 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 Uh,
2: I would say you're being blonde, but you have no yeah. hair, so we can't do <laughs>
1: that. <get off. Well, laughs> I am blonde. You've actually. done the voice stuff where you know it comes in and it reads it to you, and then you can reply with your voice. Yes, and I'm using a really old parrot car kit too. Nice. It still works. works really
3: well. So, um, no, nah, love it. Fantastic.
1: Oh, that's
0: nice. yeah what are you for uh, i'm enjoying all the social media integration
3: that's yeah. that's that's
0: nice just having that natively within the OS without having to go into different apps to to yeah. you know see what's happening in Twitter and facebook and and so on you 've got one place where you can do that and one place if you want to post on on your social networks where you can do that which I haven't admittedly haven't used as much just yet
1: uh, but in terms of actually catching up with what 's going on yeah. loving that yeah. um, the one I 'm loving at the moment is Facebook and Windows Live Chat built into and into one conversation is my f- favorite. So whether it's a text or live or or Facebook chat, it's all in that one conversation, like a, like a threaded text, and I can jump between whichever one's online. And I've been using that a lot. And then if I you know I don't want to be online anymore, I just make myself offline and go straight to text. And using that has just been a lifesaver in, in lots of cases because I you know do quite a bit of social media. And the other one I'm loving is. Um, being able to group people together and seeing their social feeds. So I've got a group of people called friends, a group of people called, you know, my family, because it made sense to call my family that name. <laughs> <laughs> and um, seeing their social feeds come through and changes, or if I've missed a call or got a text from them, and knowing where they are. So that's one of my ones I'm loving. LinkedIn inboxes. Yeah, was, that has, was my one. Oh, LinkedIn boxes. Yeah, yeah. The that's whole scary. unified thing drove me nuts on my... Um, I used to have an iPhone. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, the iPhone's like like dating a really, really hot girl with a temper. You know, for the first little while, you're really glad about it. And then in time, you just go, oh, I'm sick of your crap. I can use that word, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so <laughs> <laughs> that's what drove me mad about the iPhone. I just found that, you know, the, the Windows phone was just, you know, so much more, more complete. And um, that, that grouping and stuff was really good. But linking inboxes, that's where I was. Yeah, I that's my one. So, uni- you know, how some do unified inboxes, that's all or nothing. And being able to link it and go, okay, there's my Gmail yeah. account, my Hotmail account, I've got a private exchange account, and that's linked in one little group, and being able to get to it, awesome. And then my work email's to the side. So on those live tiles, I can see what's happening. So if I'm really busy at work, I can kind of ignore the personal stuff and and move on. And the other way, in the weekend, I can just prioritize which mail I give a damn about at any kind of you know set time. That, I'm really, really liking. So I've got a quick question. Yeah. So I've been reading and doing a bit of research for this.
2: Now... I understand Windows Phone was 7.0. Yes. Windows Mango, as I understand it, is going to be 7.1. IOS, the, yes. the iOS version, but the hardware is going to be called 7.5. So, is that correct? So, Yeah, mostly. Okay.
1: So 7.5 is a marketing term. It's like Windows 7 is actually Windows 6.4 term, if you have a look in the, yep. yeah, all of the about stuff. It's just a, it's just a It's a marketing term. It's going to be called Windows 7.5. It's a nice kind of… Stop in time, but yes, it will be seven dot one dot seven something 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 okay. something. Wow! So, yeah, that's all just an OS version, and there'll be more updates coming, and that version will change again, and that version will change again. So there will be updates coming out after Mango. Yes. Okay. Cool. That's good to know. That's yes. good
2: to know. Is that? I
0: mean, we're we talking a year away. Is it going to be every year, or do you think there might be might be some more than that? Well, I, mean, I guess that's probably all secret at the moment. You probably yep. can't tell us
1: anything. There will be some. Okay. Ad some date (laughs) (laughs) in the future of course everyone's asking that in the chat room as well as uh, so when so when look at the update schedules you've seen I mean the reality is you'll see some updates and you know we'll probably have an update cycle and a cadence to it so you'll probably get a minor update halfway through a cycle and a big update further on I mean lots of platforms do that kind of cadence Mm. to their updates so things that we perhaps didn't have time to get into into Mango will come out some time to be announced and I can't say because I really like my job. Um, well I guess we we did see that with when originally
0: Windows Phone 7 came out. Yeah. You know there were some updates that then you know came out sort of I don't know 6 months later or something. So Yeah. I yeah.
1: think I think we're we're going to get better and we're going to improve that update cycle. More and more I think our first whack at it was pretty good but I think we, we learned a lot from you know how we get those updates out and work with our, you know our carrier partners around getting those approved and then letting them letting you know the consumer know when they're going to hit we were probably um, gleefully optimistic that we'd say it'll happen here and then realize that um, our carrier partners went it's really really important that the phones work and we're going to test them really thoroughly before we say release them to our customers please because it's really important their phones work So
2: so Mango's actually gone to those manufacturers. I read a blog post the other day. That's correct, isn't it? It's actually done and dusted. There's no more code. It's with them. Now the ball's with the the telcos to do their thing, right? So
1: the ball's been with actually... Am I allowed to say Yep. Okay, I'm going to get fired once. So (laughs) uh, our carrier partners have had early code. For quite some time, and we've been working really, really closely with them, and saying, "Here's early clothes, They're looking at, they're, they're testing at the pad-on devices for a, you know, a reasonable period of time." They've now got um, the R T M code, so that's coming through as well. So uh, R T M is released to manufacturing. That's yep. the finished product. That's that's the yeah. Yep. It's on the C D. Yep. Um, for those that. Well, it was a tech podcast, you'd think we'd know RTMS, But anyway, yep. <sighs> just checking. Just checking. RTMS has released manufacturers, So they've, they've been working through it, and um, it, it's been great. They've been really, really good. I mean, um, both Vodafone and Telecom are actually one of the first telcos worldwide to actually approve the updates. They approved them within like twelve hours of each other. Wow! Um, so they we now They were really good. They've been they've been absolutely fantastic. It's actually been really great working with the, with the um, New Zealand carriers. They've been awesome. That's great. Is that in relation to Mango or previous updates? So previous update, the NoDo update. Right. They were I think first, or I mean they were really really early. That's great. And then um, uh, with Mango too, they've been really really fast to get into their testing cycle, um, and they've been you know really really positive. You know they've got it on. They've been using it. They've been testing it. So I don't perceive. Any any holdups on when we'd like to see it go public and don't ask me the date I'm not going to tell you <laughs> okay. before Christmas
3: that's <laughs> that's
0: fine but the question the question we do have you because we don't you, you know usually get to uh, um, <laughs> you know chat with the, the, the Windows Phone guy on <laughs> our podcast Uh-oh. yeah with the uh, last version of Windows Phone mm-hmm. there was this sort of complaint well there aren't many options available here in New Zealand yes uh, in terms of devices unless you've got the parallel import type um, yep. devices. Is that how's that picture going how's that picture going to uh, going to improve in in New Zealand because I mean we see lots and lots of Android devices every day it seems like there's a there's a new um, you know Android device coming out we kind of know around iPhone there's going to be one and only yeah. one device a year in general although yeah. there's some speculation whether there might be might might be you know two this year um,
1: well, yeah what do you think is gonna happen so I think and this is just conjecture, as so I'm not speaking out of school because, um, you know, again, I think the carriers are really interested in the platform. And I think they've got one phone because they're putting their toe in the water around something very, very new. I think, um, you know, you've got Vodafone who are very, very deeply embedded into you know, their, their iPhone strategy, and that's, that's really working for them. I think Telecom are, are very happy with their Android strategy. That's working for them. And they've looked at Windows Phone. I think some things that are going to change the game for them, one, I think um, we're still getting very strong support from our OEM partners even post the Nokia announcement. My guess is that, and this is a guess because they don't necessarily reveal their, their strategy to me, well, what I'd like to see is that we see something come out around Mango timeframe from, from our carrier partners, and then I perceive you know, a Nokia device in their future. I think they're very interested in evaluating that. I mean, it's their decision. We don't influence that decision. I work very hard to expand the range. I'd love to see you know the carriers take two or three different devices, and they know how I feel about that. And yeah, they will do what they want to do, which is the best for their business. But yeah, I'm, I'm on your camp. I want to see more Windows phone choices in the marketplace. I think there's some great devices now. I mean, that, that HTC HD7 with the 4.3 4. inch screen. Um, my partner, she's got that one. Funny enough, I thought that phone's going to be so big, she's going to hate it. But I forgot that she has a purse, not a pocket. <laughs> Tight um, So yeah, no, she loves a really weird. I thought no girl, but not a girl's phone. It's far too big. And in actual fact, she's gone. No, I love the big screen, and I have a purse to chuck a phone. I don't care how big it is, unless it's you know stupid big. But um, I'd love to see some more choices. I know that both um, both the carriers who have got them now. Are really keen. They're evaluating new phones all the time. So um, so, so will will there be a. Will the current
2: version of Windows Phone hardware run Mango? And Excellent. will there be specific Mango hardware
1: moving forward? So there will be all phones will update to Mango. Yep. But um, there will be some Mango hardware released as well. Okay. So there a this, little
0: things. Is this, this is completely free upgrade. There's no, you know, no costs and things. Data charges may apply. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, nice. So it won't be over-the-air updates, but um, it will be via the, uh, the Zoom player um, or via the Mac connector for Windows Phone. So for those who right. who have the uh, you know who might have a Mac who use a Windows phone, and for those three people who probably have a Mac and use a Windows phone, no, you, I use my opt- Windows
0: phone connected to my Mac. You do yep. It works
1: well, doesn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, really it's nice. Yeah. yeah, does the updates? It's a free update, and it'll, it'll go through, back it up, does everything it needs to do. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've been using Mango for a while now. I'm loving it. I've used it across three or four different devices and put it on. So, yeah, no, it's free. It's going to be out there. Good. So uh, we're very happy. Excellent, excellent. All I, right. I'd just like to say my three-year-old
3: son loves Mango. Really? Yeah. What's his favorite feature? <laughs> <He's> trying, <laughs> Angry Birds. <laughs> Angry, yeah, pretty much Angry Birds. I, I'm surprised at how quickly he's been able to pick up the interface. Without any teaching, he just got the swipe everything just down Figured it out. Yeah. It's just easy and simple. I mean. It's simple enough for a three-year-old. <laughs> don't know if that's a good marketing
1: line for you to take to the marketing people. Why not? People don't want technology that's hard just to prove you're smart. Yeah. People want technology that's easy so they can get on with it, mm. you know. And I think that we've actually put that in front of people. I'm happy that a three-year-old can pick up our phone and be off and using it. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. Yeah.
0: Good. All right. Well, uh, moving along. Now, we're going to come back to uh, Windows Phone later on um, because we have, uh, we have some phones to give away, so we'll come back to that. Uh, now, other items on the agenda. Uh, Chrome OS has... Um, which this is this is interesting this is um, you know google's new um, super thin light um, OS has had some um, vulnerabilities um,
2: um, revealed, shall we say yeah, so the Black Hat conference has been taking part, and there's actually been a couple of articles come out so one of the one of the well, two of the big ones have been that google's Chrome os one of the biggest selling points was that it was supposed to be more secure than the other operating systems because it had better built-in security. Um, Black Hat have basically, the guys there have pulled it apart and got into it pretty bloody quickly, to put it frankly, and they've been able to get into um, user accounts, emails, Google Docs, contacts, and Google voice messages using a series of exploits. So the Google, no operating system is safe in this day and age. Um, and, and again, I think it's, it's key that even though vendors, whether it's Microsoft, Apple, Google, tout that their operating systems are secure, None of them are. None of them are. And it, these exploits, they've given these to um, to the Google team to try and fix it, but there's been no response back from Google where they're actually going to get an update out to, to fix these.
0: Hmm, that's
2: interesting. What are your thoughts on that, uh, Skip? You,
0: um, you like to talk about security happenings?
3: <laughs> I, look, hey, at, at the end of the day, um, as popular as your platform gets, it's going to become a target. I mean, that's as simple as that. Apple's probably dodged a bullet for so long because... It beforehand, it wasn't the seen as the popular product, but now it's sort of grown and grown and grown, and now there's hackers looking at it. So yeah, I guess it's kind of like a a coming of age for your product to know that security analysts are looking at it. Shall we say?
2: Yeah. You, you just while we talk about that, there's been so the second part of the article that's come out now as well is that um, the black hat guys have also talked around whether what enterprise what operating systems would be good, good for the um, enterprise. And they've come out stating that the Apple desktops, laptops, and phones are getting more secure, but they're not recommending them for corporate use at yeah. all.
0: Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's interesting. Well, and they're saying um, um, yeah, the caution even around um, yeah Mac OS X in terms of. You know, due to security things, that it should be used in pockets within an organization rather than uh, advocating a a broad adoption.
2: Yeah, they they said the OS X has more potential soft spots than Windows 7, and Windows 7 is still the best enterprise-based operating system to use. Mac is getting a lot better but they said the only way... Now, Mark, I can't remember you, you and I were talking about this. The only way to
1: put a Mac is to... What is it, Ringfino? Or well, basically put it inside a prison. You've got to put the, build the fences, the barbed wire, yeah. and the high and the high walls to, to make it secure, which is, you know, surrounded by window stuff, and it'll be perfectly secure. Oh, here we go from the Microsoft <laughs> oh, boys. It's, it's, yeah. so,
2: no, so, so that was the Black Hat guys, what they're talking about there. Yeah. Um, but they said, look... You, don't be afraid to use it but just be aware that it's not quite enterprise ready yet for a lot of their stuff so uh, it's interesting to see where these guys are coming from but again the way I look at when I read a lot of these articles is these guys their living is about hacking things and these exports that they find are so complicated sometimes it's like if you were to do this this and this and the earth was rotating at 45 degrees and the stars were at, and this potentially you could get in so don't go rushing out there thinking that everything's unsecure in some respects but just be, be sensible
0: it, it is but yeah you need to be sensible yeah. make sure your systems are managed and and you know updated proactively that you do have you know particularly in a business environment you've got to uh you know have good security and firewalls in place i mean In a home environment, hey, yeah, you just have to have some caution about the sort of sites you visit and what security tools you've got on your system, right?
1: Yeah.
3: It's users. At the end of the day, the problem is users. (laughs) I mean, that's what it is. I mean, in a business, you have, uh, I think the reason why businesses are so keen on the Microsoft side of things is that from one location, you can force things to happen on those devices, but you don't have that control with an Apple, and you've got to wait for the user to click okay, yes, I'll do the update, but... I mean, a lot of users are going to sit there going, I don't have time to do the update. I'm not going to do this. And that's the biggest problem. And then users will download, oh, happyfeet.exe. Yeah, I'll run that. That looks good. That looks amazing. That's going to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) And launches a million emails.
1: Why does the IT guy look so grumpy? Yeah, that's right. More grumpy than he usually looks.
2: Why has yeah. our bandwidth gone up by 400 gig this month? Yeah, and so, I can't put
1: anything else on my credit card. I don't understand. Yeah. So, so what you're saying, Skip, is the the
0: problem uh, typically uh, sits somewhere between the chair and the, and, keyboard. And the keyboard. That's right. Okay. That's <laughs> good.
3: Well, it's I, a, it's I, a I big, like that old one. It's a big part of the problem. And actually, last, def, uh, KiwiCon, actually. They were looking at um, the whole uh, interface issue. You know, you get these pop-ups that come up and say, do not go to the site because it actually is not a secure certificate, but people will just click OK anyway. And so there was this whole research into how do you create an interface that actually tells people, go away, don't do this. You know, And I have to say that Google probably done a pretty good thing from their search engine site. They actually stop people on the way through to things, which is actually a good feature. That is good. Um, but uh, people will look at the big red X on uh, Internet Explorer and go, What's the problem? Just go to the bank. <laughs> so, put their password
0: details in and give them away to someone else. Yeah, exactly. Oh, good. Yeah. Now these patent wars are uh, seem to be heating up, and um, yeah, Google and and uh, Microsoft uh, and Apple have sort of been sparring a little bit. Oh, over, this has been great uh, <laughs> over what's happening in the phone space.
2: Yeah, yeah, in definitely. In particular. Yeah. Um, so f- fill us in there, Brad. So. So, obviously, as we talked about last week, I mean, patents are as boring as anything. But at the end of the day, both Google, Microsoft, Apple, um, and IBM are buying patents up like crazy to try and make money off things. Now, recently, um, Google, sorry, um, recently Apple and Microsoft teamed up and bought a whole lot of the um, Nortel patents. And Apple came firing out, one of their legal counsel came out on Twitter and sort of Google, you mean? Oh, I was Google. Google! Yeah, Google came out to paraphrase. Basically, he said, "You know, everyone's ganging up on us. No one likes us. Michael, uh, Microsoft and Apple are just trying to make money out of Google, out of the Android phones." And that was his rant, a bit of a rant. So then, the, um, some of the Microsoft people got on their Twitter accounts, and the head legal counsel for Microsoft published a letter where he said, "Well, actually, you know what?" We invited you guys to come and join us to buy it so you wouldn't have to pay any money. And this was to do with the Nortel. We need to be very specific here because – sorry, the Novell patents, not the Nortel ones. But what they were trying to show was that Microsoft and Apple were trying to get Google on board early on in the piece before they went out and bought the Nortel ones. So and then so they've been firing back and forth and Apple fired a couple of salvos across there and it's all going going down on Twitter at the moment pretty much.
1: It's kind of handbags at ten meters. It right is right? oh definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's legal counsel, for so, I mean, yeah. But I mean it, they're very powerful, very smart guys on both sides. But, yeah. But but really, oh you didn't tell us yes we did.
2: No you didn't. Yeah, it is a schoolyard stuff. So yeah. But it, it, look, it's interesting to see it go on because you know, again patents
1: are pretty boring. So. So Unless you own some, in which case, they're you're very not, rich. You can make a lot of money. Now,
3: See, on, on that, don't Microsoft own some patents on Android technology? Yes. Yeah. And isn't that funding some of the Phone 7 development?
1: Uh, I don't know where we, we, we poke that revenue, but I think I read somewhere that Android revenue is three times that of uh, Windows Phone 7 licensing revenue. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, go I, the I free ju- operating system. No, I just <laughs> love um, that. I think it's classic.
2: Yeah, but I mean, the same, the same as Apple. I mean, they license ActiveSync. Right. So, um,
1: and I'm, yeah. you know, lots of people own patents, then get revenue yeah. for something they don't necessarily make. I mean, Philips get a number of cents every time a CD's pressed around the world. Philips own that patent, and they get paid yeah. for it. Thanks very much. Microsoft pays patents to Apple around QuickTime.
3: Yep, it's kind so. of a win-win for everyone, really, isn't it? I mean, no matter whoever's yes. winning the market, everyone's winning the market. The,
1: the consumer wins. And, and let's look at when you're looking at. I mean, I'm not going to talk about the cheap end of Android, the the kind of horrible, ugly end, but the you know the pretty the pretty end. Yep. You know, the amount of licensing you're talking about isn't changing anyone's buying decision about whether they buy an Android or a Windows phone or an iPhone. Yeah. That end of the stick, you know, 20 bucks or whatever the licensing charge is, doesn't change someone's $1,000 purchase. Yeah, that's true. You know, and doesn't change the end price for a customer in any way, shape, or form. So the net result to a customer is nil. Yeah.
2: You know. But it's just the back end with handbags at the moment. It's so, just the back end with handbags. Which handbag. is highly amusing at the moment. <laughs> highly amusing.
0: Now, um... Google Google TV, what's uh, what's happening in that space? I know one one thing uh, we've become aware of is that um, Logitech who do the uh, is it Logitech uh, venue. Yes, um, we saw one. Review. We saw one in
2: the Best Buy. Yeah, review. yeah, we saw those, it, those in the states. Review.
0: Uh, sorry, review. Yeah, that's yes. what. That's I'm getting mixed up with another product. Um, <laughs> Now, that was two. It was around $220. Two, no, it was 299
2: when it first came out, and then they okay. discounted it to $220. Yep. And they've just discounted it now to $99. 99
0: US. That's um, that's a pretty major drop, isn't it?
2: Yeah. So one of our international listeners asked us if we could quickly discuss Google TV. Now, we had a, I had a quick go at the... No, that was one of our local users. Was it local? Oh, okay, so. sorry. Yep. Um, but we had a go. Was it at Fry's or at Best Buy? I can't remember. We're in the US. Um it's really ugly. I, I'm sorry. I was really <laughs> hoping that this would be good, because I, I like I love my Roku. But if the Roku is the benchmark, it's it's really they've epic fail. Sorry. It's it's really complicated to use. Um, the Sony TV is much better. We had to go at that at the Sony store in the US as well. Much much nicer interface. So much easier to use. Um, the Logitech, yeah. I, I wouldn't invest my money. I, I'd wait for version two or three to come out. If it's already at version two, then version 4 or 5 if it makes it but yeah that's my opinion
0: yeah I mean that sort of stuff the The nice thing is these things are all moving along there's going to be new versions and new products keep coming out um, but yeah whether the Google TV sort of lands it I'm not too I'm not um, yeah I'm not too sure at the moment I don't think they've got they've you know met that met that
2: mark um, it 's really cluttered and busy and it 's really awkward to get around it, it it's, it's hard well the to cha-
0: yeah. I think the main challenge was around uh content because their idea was basically giving you access to content that you could stream over the web uh giving you access to that straight onto your t v um easily and uh, you know unfortunately most of the the uh, TV streams that they were initially hoping to get have been actually blocked to Google TV, so it's actually hard to get a lot <laughs> wow. of uh, of that content, like you know Hulu and the and the like. So um, that that hasn't really helped um, help the course. Now, Brad, you had um, you wanted to chat about this um, this IE media story that... that, that,
2: that <laughs> Hang um, on, I've all got to head to the shelter that, for this one. That, that, <laughs> that, this, uh, this has been that, bugging that, me.
1: That came along. Can we swap so. the noise-cancelling headphones now for the next? <laughs> Look,
2: so before I go on my rant, which I'm going to do, so if you're on Geek Zone, you might want to pause. I use Chrome. I use Safari. I use IE. So I'm not hung up on the one browser. What I'm frustrated with is the pathetic reporting of Sydney Morning Herald and stuff. Their front pages, you know, dumb IE Internet Explorer users based on this survey, front page everywhere. CNN, BBC got caught up in it as well. You know what? You all got in a big hoax because it was a hunk of cow poo. You know, and it's just like so. I, I actually emailed them, said so great. So you published this really emotional article, article saying all uh, all I users are dumb. All the fanboys of particular browsers got on board and went, oh yes, well that makes sense because you know I'm on Chrome and I'm on Safari and I'm on <laughs> Opera. And you know, I said to them, look, I'm actually doing this from op- uh, from um, Chrome at the time, and. Nothing. They've actually haven't even published any articles to say, Oh look, this is actually a hoax. We we got sucked in, you know. They haven't actually Said anything. Oh, still not. No, yeah. a few of them have. Stuff, oh, 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 stuff have. So I went on stuff and I've searched it. You have to find me that one because I've been looking and trolling it for the moment. Yeah, no, so, I, so I did see it. Uh, okay, they've probably done it down the bottom stuff. there, right?
0: But next, what didn't. they didn't mention, they just said a whole lot of media got caught up with it. They didn't actually mention that it was them. Oh. so
3: which I thought was really amusing. <laughs> talking so, about uh, yourself in the third person. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: yeah. But yeah, and it's, we, we saw this, I think Skip and I were talking about this today also with Blackberry. What was the one with Blackberry as well? The poor reporting oh, on that. Now
3: I'm going to start ranting. This one really flipping grind my gears today. So <laughs> the, uh, the report came through that uh, the riots are happening in London because of BlackBerry Messenger Service. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the thing is that the guys are using BlackBerry Messenger Service, because it's secure, to actually communicate to each other and arrange these riots. And so by So all rioters must have um, like Blackberries in order to do it, or, or, or at least some of them. I mean, let's be honest. The market share of BlackBerry is quite low. Yep. So there can't be too many writers and probably in a certain market segment. And right, they've got to be right. type as well. Yeah. So. But the thing is that the, the whole, bankers. The ah. whole article I saw today was written around this whole, you know, I'm not a I'm not a big Blackberry fan. <laughs> that's where it started from. So I'm like, hello, hiding to nothing from the outset. And then he just ripped into this whole messaging service as being, you know, causing all this problem. I'm thinking, What? And one guy tweeted, you know, the Blackberry messaging service is no cause no much has caused the riot than the bricks that are being
2: thrown. Yes, I mean, it's not. It's. I mean, Rim must be sitting back going, "Oh, well, what do we remember? do with this?" But it's just such poor media reporting at the moment. So, look. I mean, we're big fans of the guys at Geek Zone. They do some great reporting. I would love to see some of those guys. Actually, getting on stuff and going publicising what they're doing because their articles are a lot more
1: accurate than what we're actually seeing in our mainstream media. Yeah, so you get that, you know, people are, are very quick to blame technology rather than people. Yeah, yeah. it's it, yeah. it's just such poor reporting. When my it, child's yeah. watching porn on the internet and it's the it's the mic it's Microsoft's fault. No, it's yes. not. It's a parent letting them watch the, yes, the, exactly. in their room. with free access to the internet. <laughs> that's <laughs> not a technology problem. That's yeah. a people problem. We've
2: got to get this. So look for people that are listening. If you do see those really really crappy articles like we saw. Or on stuff in Sydney Morning Herald, please email them and tell them that they're crap. Because if we don't do it, they'll just keep publicizing it. And stuff, if you want to come on and talk to us about it, great. Get on air. We'll have you here, and we'll see why you've published that. Because you know, the best way poor.
1: to get people, to, especially media, to yeah. stop them doing it is not to ring them, is not to write on their forums, is just to stop watching. Yeah. The more noise you create, they're doing their job, which is to get eyeballs on their site and get papers sold. Do you want to make a protest against a media outlet? Stop watching. Yeah, Stop listening.
2: Just walk away. Go to
1: Geek Zone, everyone.
2: Better to yep. reporting. Geek Zone. And yep. tune
0: in and listen to the NZ Tech Podcast. Of course, that said, we'll make mistakes too. I make um, hundreds, so... Uh, because we're... we're um, we're, it up. we're not the um, <laughs> it up. we're not the uh, <laughs> the high paid um, yeah we're in, we're in a we're in a different boat we, so, we, uh, we, we, we can yeah. ju- we'll just give you our opinions and uh, you have to decide whether we whether we're correct well, or not.
2: Well, we do this because we enjoy it and we we love technology and we're passionate about it. These guys are getting and girls are getting paid lots of money to do to do this for a living, and it's just poor reporting.
0: So, um, now another um, another one from uh, Brad. You wanted to chat about some comments from
2: um, Linus Torvalds. Yes. So, um, he's really not liking Gnome 3, which I actually really like. So, um, he's called it an unholy mess. Oh. Which is quite – He look, he's been quiet. He was very quiet for about yeah. – next 10 years realistically he didn't really say a lot of the media he had little articles that would come out and then recently he's just been he ripped into the Kernel 3.0 that's been developed and now he's ripping into Gnome 3 and he's just yeah he's really getting a lot more vocal out there I mean have you guys been sort of reading and following what he's been doing at all yeah I've noticed some of the
0: stuff coming through uh, sites like the Register have been covering it um, yeah, I, I think you know what tends to happen with you know someone like that, you know he'll make a small comment somewhere and it, and it can get blown up um, reasonably large. But yeah, I mean he's a sort of person being, I guess the you know the the creator of of um, you know of Linux um, and and you know really being behind that uh, the whole open source sort of movement from the early days. Uh, he's someone that people will will really listen into what he's got to say and they do value his opinion so yeah that does carry a lot of weight when he when he makes these sorts of uh, when he makes these sort of comments
2: So but it's, do you want to know where he made these comments? Did, did anyone sort of read the, the, or read his article? He made them on Google Plus probably That's not someone, why no one's reading it. Yeah exactly <laughs> probably has been picked up but look I mean yeah, he's just been very vocal and I mean like I like it I've been sort of tinkering around with it at home a little bit but yeah, it's interesting. He's been a lot more vocal around it. Maybe he's just not liking the, the change that's going on within how it's moving at this point in time. So, yeah, we'll have to see where it goes. But interesting, very interesting at the moment.
0: Mm. Now, the HP touchpad. Now, we've got one here that um, we're starting to have a look at, but um, I haven't got have brought with me my login details so I've got to go through and create a new account, um, which, which is pretty normal with most of these devices. Um, pretty much any platform, you know, whether it's iOS or Windows Phone, etc. um you want to go in and set up that um, that, that core account. Um, um,
1: you know, with Windows Phone, you don't have to set up that you, core account to get it going. I know you, you don't have later. to. Later, you can be up and running in, say, five minutes. Yeah. Just, you know. Unlike other platforms, you do have to put on that. Yep, so I'm stuck on that screen and, <laughs> and can't get any further.
0: Um, but we will chat a little bit about more that again um, next week once we've had a bit more of an extended go on uh, on the touchpad, and I know we've, we've chatted about it in the past. The interesting thing this week has been um, the pricing dramas, and I guess you could relate them um, somewhat to the the other ones that are going on and, of course, the um, um, the... Adidas, uh, oh yeah. All Blacks um, uh, um, rugby jersey has sort of been the um, been the big one, in, in most of the the national media here in New Zealand uh, over the over the last few days. And yeah, this and I, and I guess we did see uh, some of the media reporting on that around the touchpad as well last week when it launched. Well, unfortunately for HP, it's kind of got got worse, hasn't it? Because over the weekend. Um, uh, we saw that the touchpad in the US had dropped uh, a temporary price over the weekend from um, the original four nine nine price. It had already dropped. they dropped the price by ten percent to four four nine, and then over the weekend it was three nine nine. And what is it now, Paul? And then apparently one of the one one retailer was doing it
2: for 299 so 3 300 USD yeah so with the new zealand peso dropping today it's gone up that's probably about what 4 it,
0: it's still it still puts you you know with with gst and so on not much not much over um, not much
2: over 400 you know kiwi so mark <laughs> you've got a ipad 2 or 1 a 2 a 2, a two. and Three. so comparing that what are you feeling the weight of it we haven't actually got the operating system but the the physical feature of the of the um, hp device what do you think
1: um I mean, it looks all right. I mean, the HP device looks a bit thicker. Um, the screen looks much the same. Of course, you've got to put in a whole lot of details before you get it going. Screen, but it's it's yeah. identical screen. It's identical screen. I mean, they look they look fine. Um, the OS, who knows? Because you, know, you can't, can't get into it because you've forgotten the little piece of paper that gives you, you access. But, the, I mean, yeah, I mean, put them beside each other. The screen's the same. You know, the weights are, are close enough to the same where a normal person, you know, when they go, but it's seven grams lighter. Mm. I don't know which one is, but... Yeah, like the other one. Yeah. Who cares when it's in your hand? So yeah, that's, that looks nice. I mean, it's a nice, it's a nice looking piece of hardware. I don't think you'd sit in a cafe and be, you know, embarrassed to have it.
0: No, that's true. So yeah, but at the moment, these sort of pricing issues, I think, are probably uh, a bit of a concern because it's going to make it's going to make it a little bit harder for HP here to uh, to sell the device when it when it's coming in at uh, you know we're looking at a, at around uh, yeah potentially. Twice the twice the price of that lowest price that that um, that apparently it's been available in the US. Now that two nine nine pricing, I've got to I've got to say after that last little rant around media, we haven't actually fully confirmed that, but there has been other media (laughs) covering it saying that that was the price. I did do a little bit of research into whether that that was possible. Have they prevented
1: um, um, you actually being able to buy it um, from an internet site and have it sent to New Zealand? Maybe you could have it shipped free with a rugby jersey. I don't know. But um, <laughs> I'm just thinking that there could be a whole lot of parents at O'Reilly College who should be <laughs> <answering> <laughs> making a, going on and, um you
0: know, well, say, they, it, Yeah. Well, but then they might not be allowed to use the touchpad. They'll, they'll be told that they have to use the No, it, it,
1: that got blind out of proportion. No, it wasn't that they had to buy an iPad. To, it, was, it was that it was recommended. It had to be an internet-accessible device, which we could go have a whole show on why choose an iPad given... All the other choices, but yeah, go and get a go and get a touchpad from the states. Go online and um, you know give Excellent. the uh, the uh, board of trustees that oh were a certain digit.
0: Mm. Yeah, okay. Now Microsoft have been in the gun a little bit over um, security with their um, their database of um, Wi-Fi
2: access points. Yes, this is your one. So what have you got on this one?
0: Well, yeah that that's quite a, that's quite an interesting one. Um, the information to date that I've seen doesn't yeah, it doesn't really give us a, a, a clear picture on it because I think they're waiting to try and get a little bit more info back from Microsoft, but what it, what we've seen so far suggests that the the way um that that Microsoft have been making information available, uh this is their geolocation database, so for um you know being able to track where, where you are against a, a database, um, they've left that maybe a little bit looser than what uh, Google and Apple have done, which I thought was interesting.
2: Yeah, because they were quick to jump on Apple and Google around with their, especially Google with the scanning, you know, when they're doing the car scanning and everything. So, it's a, I mean, it's a bit hypocritical at the end of the day
0: yeah I mean it's interesting I mean apparently the information that's stored is about devices not you know like wireless access points rather than um, you know people's phones and individual people and people's information but yeah it just it, it just sounded a little bit um, as though it could be a little bit better so um, yeah hopefully there'll be there'll be some more information coming coming through on that to uh, to
2: clear it up Cool. Now, this has been one that you wanted to talk about last week, which is your robots in China. I know this fascinates this, Paul. This is cool. I love I love anything to do
0: with uh, anything to do with with robots. Um, and um, <laughs> gotta have a hobby. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and now, now this this story. Uh, yeah, it came through last week, but we ran out of time to. Um, uh, to chat about it, and what we heard is Foxconn, who make lots of stuff for Apple. I think they probably make stuff for Microsoft and a lot of the a lot of the vendors, but they definitely make the likes of um, you know, iPads and so on. They um, they were the guys that were in the media a little while ago for having um, some of their staff jump to their deaths off the buildings, if I recall correctly. Um, so um, yeah, not a good look. So what what they've said is that at the moment they've got. Um, They've got quite a few robots that they're using within their, their factories. I think um, about ten thousand robots. Um, what they're planning to do is over the next three years increase that to one million robots. Wow! How cool is that? So you walk in there.
3: Where's Will uh, Smith gonna keep oh, track of those?
0: <laughs> I know. And imagine
1: just seeing all these robots running around. But well, one million. I mean, but compared to the population of the country, right? How many robots per person? Hmm. I've got <laughs> 0.001 Yeah. Like that. So that's like New that's Zealand is going to have 10. 13. Yeah. <laughs> and one for every person, according to that kind of States. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah, well, they currently employ 1.2 million people, which is pretty impressive. They must be one of, if not the biggest employer in the world. That's, uh, Indian that's Railway. impressive. Indian Railway. How many do they more, have? More than that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a there's a new fact. Oh, um, a Wikipedia going yeah. on here tonight, not <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. No, no. I like the quantity more than that. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Didn't find it, but just yeah, yeah.
0: Lots. Um, and a million of those are are based in you know the mainland China. So, uh, yeah. I mean, we don't really know what the what sort of robots these are and what sort of roles that they will fulfil, and I doubt very much that they're walking, talking uh, humanoid style robots, but um, yeah, it still sounded quite cool. Just the imagine, you know, after seeing some of these sci-fi yeah. movies and and uh, you know, masses of droids running around. You uh, romantic here. I, I had some cool pictures
1: of these uh, of these things in my mind. But you know, um, just after I brought up that fact, there's going to be no one. Everyone stopped listening to us. Jumped on the jumping <laughs> their right. their search engine of choice, and um, wanted mm. to find it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The second largest search engine in the world. <laughs> Right, let's move right, along. Where were we? So um
0: yeah, so so um Foxconn is uh now so what we don't know out of that is out of the million people they employ how many of those will be impacted or whether it will just sort of double their capacity and so on. But um yeah, really really interesting to keep to keep up with. Um there was also a story I saw over the weekend where they had a um a robot that was doing some baking. And uh, managed to uh, okay. it was it was uh, able to pour all the ingredients in, stir them around in a bowl, then you know put them into a cake tin and uh, and it put it in the oven and cooked the um, cooked the cake.
3: Or well, was that? The muffintron two thousand was it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, that's a great segue into the iPhone five discussion now. Let's go, you and your cooking robots. Oh, you see what we have to put up with. Oh, you know. Oh. So we've been getting asked what's happening around
0: around the iPhone. And we know that a, l- a large percentage of our listeners are iPhone users and they're keen to know what's happening, when are we going to get the new one? So, there's a couple of things that are going around at the moment, and the sort of stuff I'm hearing from telcos is that they're expecting a new iPhone in um, September to October type timeframe. Now, this isn't, this maybe isn't fact. Um, be- it's rumors. Let's
3: just because clarify this straight that, yeah, away. This, this, is,
0: this is not based on sort of people that are um, that necessarily have all the inside word. Um, but what I'm hearing is that ge- that telcos are starting to uh, gear up sort of internationally um, for a new iPhone around that timing, and there is increasing speculation that there will also be a lower cost iPhone uh, type device. Um, so what that looks like, whether it's smaller, whether it's you know what the difference is, what the difference is in terms of storage and so on. Uh, but you can see that being um, being an interesting take from Apple, who have lost so much market share to um, to Google's Android uh, based smartphones over the last year or so, uh, being one way that they could uh, claw back some of that
1: market share potentially. But they've had a low priced device in other markets. Just in New Zealand, we see one device. Like oh really? Sta- well, yeah, in the states they've been they've been selling the 3GS. Oh, beside the iphone 4 right, they have yes, a two-tier pricing strategy so that won't necessarily they just need to cont- what they my guess and it's just a guess we'll see the iphone 4 with more plastic because if you want to manufacture it you want to keep that line running exactly the same thing for as long as you possibly can that's how you make it cheap it's the same thing over and over and over and over and over again so what you want to do is make some of those components inside it cheaper so my guess is we're going to see an iphone 4 with more plastic less glass and then we'll see, so we'll have a mid range replaces the 3GS, and then we see the iPhone 5 with, it'll be the new must-have, and everyone will go, you know, ooh, I've got an iPhone 5. Why? Because I want an iPhone 5. Why? Because it's pretty. Um, and that's the way they'll go. <laughs> um, I must well, have we could iPhone. give you an hour to talk oh, about oh, this. I'm sure you'd it. come up with yeah. all sorts. But look, yeah. it'll, it'll be running
2: iOS five, and yeah, the I'll iPad will get the iPad will get updated at the same yeah. time, won't it? So yeah.
1: that's that, that's what my guess my, my guess is. But lots of markets have had the three GS at a low price point. We, we just don't did. have it. Okay. We just don't have that. You know, the size of the market, we get one. You know, the iPhone comes out in one, but in the states they're now running out of stocks, and that's fueling the rumors as well.
2: No, it's, it, yeah, it's interesting to see what they're going to do. Hopefully, we do get that low cost one over here because, yeah, look, I mean, spending $1,200 for people that do like the iPhone, it, it would be nice if they did have an entry level, like, like Android does at the moment and like I think, when I
1: think you'd find someone like Vodafone would, would love it because then it, it, it kind of goes, you know, with, with telecom strategy of Androids across all price yeah. bands, it brings in a, a different price band that people who perhaps go, oh, I might go on an Android device because it's cheaper. Actually, I'll go with an iPhone because it's got that, that two tiered price structure. Yeah, oh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool.
0: Good. All right. Now uh, we have a little uh, a little competition, and I think uh, now would be the uh, now would be the time to chat about that. Yes, I had fun making this one up. Now, yeah, well, well done, Brad. Um, now this this is the giveaway of the HTC trophy, or yep. is it more
1: than one HTC uh, trophy, Mark? It is. Two HTC trophies. Two. And there are people holding up all sorts of things to try and get more. It's two, two. HTC trophies. HTC's <laughs> for audience. Trophies. That's yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. It started off one and yes. then. Paul came along and put some pressure on and basically begged. And wore a flash suit. <laughs> yeah. And then wore a flash suit. <laughs> got, got his for haircut. Enterprise a haircut, beard trimmed. Um, oh, here we go. I yeah. know, oh, he's like a new
3: man.
0: It's It's, just, it's
3: just,
1: I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think you've just about driven it up to four, actually, here, Mark. So uh,
0: you might be blowing <laughs> right. out your budget if you're not careful. Yeah. Let, let's do um, the competition. So, so yeah, we want we want to give away these uh, couple of phones to some of our favourite listeners. Uh, we don't know who those listeners are yet. So no. what's the competition? Tell us
2: more, Brad. So well, I'm, I've named this the Windows Phone Mango Treasure Hunt. Yes, we've got Treasure Hunt. Yep, I know. And obviously, as mentioned, the prize is an HTC trophy. We've got two of them. So what I want our listeners to do that are listening live on show or to the podcast later on, um, I want you to search the web for what you think is the best Windows Mango feature and why. Yeah, and why. And why. And we want you to post that on our Facebook page, so facebook.com forward slash Podcast. And then the competition will run for one week, so this time next Tuesday. And this time next Tuesday, we'll get our Windows Phone gentleman, Mark, um, to pick two of the best features and why. And out of that, we will give away
1: two HTC trophies. Yeah, so how about we run it until about midday on Tuesday? So yep. give, give us time to have a look at them. And then um, yep. we're making yep. the rules up as we go along. Yep. That, that um, all good. judges' decisions are final. No, no correspondence will be entered into.
2: And no bribery. And we'll
1: ship those phones
2: to you as well. So yep. we'll get them out to you. Um, yeah, and we basically just want to see your best feature NY, and and put it on our Facebook page. If you want to do it on Twitter and just let us know that you've placed it up there, we'll have a look as well. Yeah, so um, definitely, yeah, jump on that uh,
0: facebook.com. Slash NZ Tech Podcast. Now, if for some reason, you don't have Facebook. We will accept entries through other mechanisms, as yeah. we did with the last competition. So, like if, if you want to do, uh, if you want to tweet it, and make sure make sure you mention <laughs> at NZ Tech Podcast in your tweet. Um or or you've got some other mechanism skywriting okay uh, then yeah we're we're happy with skywriting C4. so uh, <laughs> if you if you're not on Facebook and we know that some aren't then um hey we're not we're not we're not that mean to exclude you
2: yeah um so um Mid, yep. midday next uh, midday next Tuesday is the cutoff yeah. time okay so that's for everyone listening and online at the point time that's going to be fun eh yes yeah that's New Zealand time New that's Zealand time and, the, and these two phones will upgrade to Mango when obviously when it comes out absolutely in yep. X time frame and sure the we'll other
0: will. thing I've heard um about the HTC trophy is mm. that if you want to void your warranty you can open it up and um, upgrade it to 32 gig quite easily for
1: reasonably low cost. Have you uh, have you come across that, Mark? I have got a, a few friends of mine who have voided their warranty yes. by opening <laughs> the back of their trophies and putting a 32 um, gigabyte class two, four, two? Two? two I think, I think two but they've, two, got, they've got class four, four or something yeah. put a 32 gig in reset their devices and they're as happy as Larry um, but they have voided their warranty, so there yeah. is a, there is a small downside. There is a small and the, and there's plenty of um, videos on YouTube and rah-rah-rah of exactly how to do it. It's it's not difficult, but I'd suggest you want some technical capability of a you know, small computer. <laughs> and computer what part. are those
0: thirty two gig cards usually worth? Is around hundred bucks, something like oh, that. Something like that. I yeah. don't know. Yeah.
1: Okay. Nice. I, ha- I haven't done it personally.
0: All right. All right. And I guess there needs to be some caution because you want a card that's going to be compatible and and work so Yeah, it uh, needs to
1: be a good quality yeah, card. We don't
0: for... want everyone just to run out there and um and start tearing your phones apart. Although no. if you do uh, send us a video of it on YouTube as you bust your
1: phone. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> Now they'll be up on com. Yeah, I had a few friends that have done it, but I mean I I run I had my trophy's got 8 gig on it. My Samsung Omnia 1's got 8 gig on it and I haven't kind of Hit the wall. I don't need you know fifty thousand songs on my on my phone. You know, I just don't. No. Few podcasts, bit of music, few apps, and um, yeah, happy as a sandboy. Cool. And that handset now is is four nine nine, isn't it? From that's Vodafone. That's four nine nine, and that's so. before subsidies. I think on a smart Smart Plan three, which is kind of eighty bucks a month, which is kind of that, that midpoint plan. Um, it's forty nine bucks, okay. forty nine bucks, and it's upgradable to, to Mango. It's, it's a it's a yeah, it's, mm. it's a bargain. It's a, it's really good. And they're selling well, so they're going to disappear pretty quickly.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, Now, the New Zealand Open Source Society,
2: what's their news this week? Yeah, look, so they've elected a new president. So um, aggressive owner Dave Lane has been elected the new uh, president of the New Zealand Open Source Society. Um, yeah, and, and basically it's good to see that, you know, he's based down in Christchurch. Obviously he was affected by the earthquake, so he's had to move out of his premises. Um, they've reset up base somewhere else. But it, it's good to see that the, um, I'm going to use the acronym, the NZOSS, have basically, you know, got themselves moving along again. Um, and, yeah, they're going to be holding some open source um, awards later this year. Um, and uh, just seeing what Don Christie had to say, he says they've got currently three to four hundred members, with about ten percent paying for it. So it's good the membership's growing in that organisation, and it's just nice to see some local um, open source news happening.
0: Cool. Now there was one other one other bit um, that I that I came across today was um, I heard um, a presentation on uh, what's happening with uh, ultrafast broadband from um, uh, Ron McMahon from. Um, Crown Fiber Holdings, and there was one little bit in that uh, in that presentation that he that he gave that really jumped out something that we've been waiting to hear is what is the retail pricing likely to be once we all can get fiber at home and what what we heard is the first um, or one of the first retailers has set their prices in the market this is in Fong uh, and Fong Array, you know, they've already started rolling out the fibre, so it's in place. And some of our listeners up there, hopefully, will be able to uh, will be able to connect within the next uh, few months. Uh, now, the, there were prices around a speed of fifty meg's up and uh, fifty megabits up and fifty megabits um, second down. Oh wow! And a data cap of one hundred and fifty um, gigabytes. Well, you'd chew wow. through that
2: pretty quick, wouldn't you?
0: Especially well, fifty meg been, up and down, yeah. Fifty meg up and down, Whew, baby. That's ninety nine dollars, including gist. So that's, wow, that's um. I mean, can be, can, to get one hundred and fifty gigs now on a DSL, you would you know at a reasonable performance, you would probably be paying more than that anyway. Uh, this is fifty megs up, fifty megs down over fibre. What but do you you need, to, you
1: need to live in
2: Wangaratta, yeah. So we're going to have to move
0: from. Well, it's coming that. to the rest uh, of yeah. the country, so yeah, um. Yeah. Well, that's pretty. Yes. Cool. That's a bargain. Mm. That's brilliant, isn't it? So I was I was just yeah, I was floored with that. now um, their next cap up is a 250 gig cap which is um, 199. So
2: it's a big um, jump, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it is interesting that you know you, it's not just the data rate. You'd think, oh, if I'm getting another hundred gigs, that would maybe be. Mm. But you know, realistically, if you need that much, um, that, that's not that's not too bad. And they're offering that pricing to both residential and business customers. Oh, that's so um, wow, yep. So that that's, that sounds uh, sounds
2: really good. But for ninety nine bucks for hundred fifty gig, fifty meg up, fifty meg down, that that's a sweet price point. And if that comes to the bigger cities as well, hopefully they'll pull it down a little bit as well. We can kiss goodbye to the global gateway. <laughs> <laughs> that puppy's going to be
3: oversubscribed to six ways of Christmas. Definitely at the moment. <laughs> so
0: that and that that pricing comes from um, Uber Group who have uh, who have rolled that out. So um, yeah, I thought it's eh, pretty cool. And they actually that's live in Fongere right now. Um, I I'm not no, I don't think that it's jet broadly available just yet, but that is starting to open up. Oh, cool. Um, and what th- kind of
1: setup cost? Is there a setup cost, or you know? Uh, I haven't yeah.
0: seen. I haven't yeah. seen that information yet. Six if they got, if, they, if, if you want to look up a little bit more, <laughs> yeah. um, I just noticed that Geek Zone actually covered this um, a couple of weeks ago, and I, mi- I missed it on Geek Zone. Um, there's a media release on there where they where they talk through some of those um, some of those details. And there, there's you know been a bunch of discussion there
2: on Geek Zone about it. So you know uh, why that is poor because they do proper reporting, not these muppets at Stuff in Sydney Morning Herald. <laughs> so go to Geek Zone for your technical information, not Stuff or um, Sydney Morning Herald. There, there, you have
0: it. From uh, there's the end of uh, end yeah, of Brad's okay. rant. Sorry. All right. Cool.
2: Well, that's been a good episode. I think
0: we've uh, we've got most everything uh, most everything covered off. What's left to go?
2: Um, Can I talk about my little hardware player that I had yesterday? Oh, yes, Brad. You you want to? You want. Tell us more. I, I'm going to be very open. I'm a media center fanboy. I put my hand up and admit it. Um, and I love it to death. So one of the things that um, we got in the office the other day was a Zotac Z-Box. Now, this is a ultra-thin piece of hardware. It's probably two and a half centimeters thick, 10 centimeters long, five, six centimeters wide. Um, And what this is is basically a quad-core Blu-ray player that can run Windows 7 or open-source media player, XMBC, Yes, I got that right. Yay! I always get that wrong. It works BMC actually. Oh, that's right. Oh, I was sorry, just thinking, damn. <laughs> I thought I did really well then. Um, and obviously, it's got HDMI and all the different components out the back of it. And this thing's only four hundred bucks. Serious? Yeah, four hundred dollars. DVI, HDMI, five uh, USB ports. Four
0: hundred and what currency? Uh,
2: no, three night. No, three hundred ninety nine USD. Sounds too cheap. It's something, brilliant. Something, so guys in the office there. ordered three of them and got them <laughs> delivered. So we've, I was having a play with it. And this thing is, you could pin it on the back of your of your TV and you'd have yourself a Blu-ray player, plug it into NAS and away you go. So if you are into the um, home cinema, whether it's um, Windows or on the Linux variants, um, this is a perfect, perfect thing to use with 1080p output and Blu-ray player all built in. So it's the Zotec Z-Box. Um, there's about four different flavors. Um, he, Amazon- he means Zotec. Zotec. Yeah, Z-O-T-A-C. Z-O-T-A-C. There Thank we go. Back, back to you, Brad. Thank you very much for correcting <laughs> it. Hey, a show doesn't go by without this happening. So yeah, so look on their mini PC section and you can go from there. So uh, it's definitely worth having a play with if you're into your um, home cinema hardware um, and you can order it from Amazon at the moment.
0: It looks like they've got a bunch of different models, too. Yes. So it depends on what your requirements are in terms of yep. uh, what, what what sort of you know pricing that you're likely to uh, to hit. So, um,
2: Are we allowed to do App of the Week, Skip? Can we quickly, quickly do that one? Yeah, we should, because I love this App of the Week. Okay, Mark, do you want to do it? Because this is the one we're talking about earlier yeah, today. My, so,
1: my favorite App of the Week is um, the Auckland Traffic app. Yes So um, yeah, we talked about it before So it's got a great live tile So I mean before you're jumping in the car You might just want to check out the app it, it, it kind of is exactly what it sounds like Auckland traffic It's kind of you know Green Yellow Red for how good the traffic is I use it all the time To kind of plan my, my, my uh, routes home it does black as well
0: the unf- it does back well.
1: Black's, Black's what?
0: What platforms is this available? I mean, you're you're obviously looking at it on Windows Phone 7, where you've yes. got a live tile, so you don't even have to start the app. You don't even have to, not, to use. I mean, the app it's updating live. live I just tile just shows you just what's happening with the traffic, and if it looks red in an area you're concerned about, you can click in I and can get jump more info into it, right? and then I
1: can go to uh, actually traffic cams for the specific specific yep. routes. Um, It updates, you know, across your data connection. It's just really, just one of those really handy little apps that's kind of there and does its job. And you go, yep, thanks, you've just, you know, helped make my life easy.
3: And it tracks where you are. Yes, it shows you where you are on the map. Unfortunately, I drove off the map when I went through the new Hobsonville deviation this <laughs> afternoon, but this morning. But yeah.
0: Oh, nice, nice. So, but similar apps are available right across all the other platforms. Yep. That yep. The only thing they're missing is that live tile, which is actually really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Don't open lovely. the app.
1: Use the live tile. Yes, yeah, it setup. is
0: great.
3: Yep. And,
2: and that's great. The Transit New Zealand have opened up that API. That's brilliant. It's. I mean, mm-hmm. that, it's just genius. So, if any developers out there they want to do stuff for either Windows Phone, Apple, or Android platforms. Plug into that API and get the apps going.
0: Yeah, but there's already as you know, there's already some some great apps out yeah, there, and we're yeah. quite impress, impressed with this one. The only uh, thing that I'm still trying to work out is how much data it chews because it updates that live tile about every fifteen minutes. So I think that there might be some uh, some work to do from the developers there. On I mean, in my ideal world, it would sort of just update when either you're on Wi-Fi. Or on those sort of peak traffic times, because I don't really care what's happening with traffic on other times, but um, there you, you go.
3: You just need to get off your 15 meg data plan, that's all. Yeah. Oh,
0: get get yeah. on with the big
2: boys. Come
1: on, yeah. All right. All you right. need to get on the I don't care plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: On those Vodafone 3 gig plans, which um, sadly are uh, are being dumped. Is that right?
3: No, I thought they'd stop dumping there. I thought they weren't going to dump there. Yeah, I thought they
0: got pulled back. Okay, we'll get we'll call up Vodafone and find out on that one. We'll uh, we'll we'll find out what's happening there. There was a bit of an uproar when they said that um, free upgrade to three gigs worth of data was being uh, was being dropped. That's for sure. So, uh,
2: and yeah. one quick little plug for the um, uh, Microsoft uh, ticket that's happening on August twenty fourth to twenty sixth here in Auckland. Ooh, that's creeping up very soon. Yeah. So if, if you haven't got your tickets, I understand there's about fifty left. So it's pretty much almost sold out. So, yeah, we, look look to get along there. Um, we'll be around. The guys will be there. We'll We'll be doing some recording. I'll be interviewing people. And in. come and check out the Rugby World Cup game at the stand. Brad's going to be a booth, babe. Yep. And definitely. And uh... I've got stuff to give away. <laughs> Trust me, I can yeah. announce that. Now we have got a bucket load of stuff to give away. I have gone nuts this year, so we're going to have a lot of more fun. More than last year. I want some Twice, twice. twice. 20 twice, 20 twice 20 as much. There. I've got – I'm actually you know, I'm going to tell people. We've got a lot of awesome T-shirt brands to give away. We're going to give Ooh. away six Xboxes six. with Kinect. And I'm going to be giving away three, maybe four micro-servers with SBS Essentials on it after the show finishes, and we've got other stuff to give away. That's just on my part of the stands. We've got other parts to give away as well. So, um, yeah, well, Do you want some really nice Huffer Windows phone jackets to give away? Oh, Could we do that? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll have some more there. So you're gonna, you guys are going to come along, visit us. We're going to be going nuts. Excellent. Cool. Oh, well, thanks for that. And, yeah,
0: definitely those that are attending, come and say hi to um, if you see... Brad, Skip or I uh, running around there cool thanks very much that's us for this week uh, so remember you can find us online nztechpodcast.com you can find us of course on facebook.com slash nztechpodcast at nztechpodcast is our handle on twitter and just a quick run around Mark what's your twitter handle if people want to follow you at Mark Bis m-a-r-k-b-i-s yes, silly excellent Skip at urban kiwi nz and Brad? At Brad Boar. And my one is the easiest of all. Mine sounds the best, though. Paul Spain, and it is at Paul Spain. There you go. Simple. All right, catch you guys on the next episode where we will announce who wins the phones.
2: Cool, guys. Thanks so much for listening, and the competition details will be up on the NZTEP podcast website soon when Paul tw- um, puts it up there. Thanks, Thanks guys. Immensely. Cheers. <laughs> See you later. Bye-bye. Ah. <laughs>